From Countable, it's The Daily Dose. What your government is doing and what you can do about it. I'm Andrea Seabrook. As President Trump has said in his words... This is Vice President Mike Pence. It is not enough to merely have an American presence in space. We must have American dominance in space. It's the official announcement from the White House a few months ago of its plan to establish a new whole military group, one that is dedicated to protecting U.S. interests in space. The space environment has fundamentally changed in the last generation. What was once peaceful and uncontested is now crowded and adversarial. This is why, the White House argues, the United States needs a space force. Now, President Trump will include his Space Force plan in his upcoming budget proposal. Then, of course, Congress will jump in deep. And that means you need to tell your representatives what to do. Because the Space Force poses a bunch of really fascinating questions. Here's one. Should there be a new branch of the military? The current proposal makes the Space Force a self-contained, independent branch of the Air Force. That may sound like it is part of the Air Force, but it's much like the Marine Corps is under the Navy. Do you think of the Marine Corps as part of the Navy? No. In fact, the Space Force would be the sixth branch of the U.S. military. Question two, what would it be even? The thoughts from policy wonks are all over the place. Some say it would just be a reorganization of space military programs that are right now scattered across the government. Others see it as a massive expansion of defense power and even the latest money grab by the military industrial complex. And here's a third question. Do you think this would be a push towards a militarization of space? Or could it be a move that is necessary and pragmatic in a world where modern warfare and communications already rely on space. No matter what you think of that question, the militarization of space, it's a big topic among people who already have their heads, not just in the clouds, but above them. (laughs) People like Richard Branson, that's, you know, the billionaire founder of the commercial space tourism company Virgin Galactic. We've all got to be very careful that space does not become um, a, you know, a war zone. And and there is always that danger that things could tip into becoming a war zone, you know, in future years. To be clear, though Branson questions the Space Force, he thinks it's probably a good idea. And can you blame him? This is a guy who already has a bunch of incredibly expensive machines orbiting the Earth. Another guy who thinks it's probably a good idea is Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's, you know, America's favorite astrophysicist. He tells the story of another defense program that was for a long time a small group within the army, a group that turns out was critical to the Allies winning World War II and then went on to become its own branch of the military. Are you questioning that we have an Air Force? Probably not. It makes complete sense. Neil deGrasse Tyson goes on to suggest that the Space Force 
could be a less violent way for humanity to proceed, a way that leaves behind armies of soldiers engaged in bloody combat. There's other ways you can disrupt the sovereignty of a nation. Uh, you can take out their satellite communication system. You can take out their their navigation system. You can so space not as a place where there's weapons, but as a place where you have reconnaissance and other things that are sensitive to war fighting. Um, there's a need to protect those assets. At the same time, there are thousands of people around the world working toward the goal of preserving space as a place for humanity to expand and expand its efforts at peacemaking. UN Office of Outer Space Affairs works on this and monitors the actions of countries that ratified treaties in the 1960s and 70s that were meant to prevent the militarization of space. Also, a nonprofit called the Space Trust runs a group called the Zero G Conference and gives out the Space Peace Prize to those working towards this goal. And no matter what era you grew up in, no matter what you think now, this is the big frontier of the United States and of humanity. How will we expand beyond the Earth? And once we get there, will we hold fast to the borders that defined us on land down below? Or will we choose to think differently once we get up there? Once the planet suddenly becomes one place. Bring your thoughts and ideas to Countable, where you can share them with the rest of humanity, of course, and most importantly right now, with your representatives in government. They need your voice in their ears. And doing that is just a click away at Countable, what your government is doing and what you can do about it. I'm Andrea Seabrook. Talk soon.